isn't it fascinating how like animals in the wild just never have to warm up you know like you're out there on the serengeti in tanzania you're a lion you know or a gazelle or a cheetah or whatever and the chase is on it's instant like you've been you've been like biding your time you've been kind of scouting scouting your target you've been or you've been just lounging maybe you're the you're the one they're about to track down and then the race is on boom and it's go time and these motherfuckers are going they're gone no warm-up, you know, but if it was you or me, we were lounging in a deck chair all day, and some fool just came out of nowhere and started chasing us around, I'd pull, I'd, I'd, I'd pull a hammy. That's the, that's, and that's just a, that's, that's nature, man. That's, that's the animal kingdom, man. They don't need to warm up. You know? They're better than us. So, it's just, it's fascinating. It's fascinating to me that lions will be as fast as they will ever be right away. Like, they're just born that way. Like, you, you know, if you're a, you're a lion, you grow up, and you you know, you've been kind of biding your time. Mom's kind of helped you out with food and stuff like that. But then you get older, man, and, and it's time to go stock some game, man. And it's go, like, you, that's as fat. You will, like, you've already hit max velocity in your life. Like, that's as fast as you will be as a, you know, adult lion or gazelle or a, cheater whatever right but but humans they can train you know like like i say like you're just some some schlub just sitting in a you know some folding chair by the side of the pool and and the maitre d comes out of the hotel that you're staying at he starts chasing you around the pool because you didn't pay the bill or some shit if you train man you can outrun that motherfucker but if you didn't, you're going down, bitch. I don't know. That's a weird example, huh? But, uh, I don't know. It's just stunned me. Like, you know, gorillas never work out. You know, you don't see them hitting the weights. You don't see them, like, talk about diet. Like, you know, you know, like, they're just chatting with one another. Like, you know, Phil... We need a lot of these bananas. And I, I figure, like, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go keto. You know? Like, said no gorilla ever. Like, they just eat whatever, right? And they're always yoked. They're always, like, even a, like, a baby chimp. Like, if you, if you shave a baby chimp down, like, they're fucking yoked out already. Like, they'll always be that way. They'll fuck you up. They'll rip your face off. They'll just come at you. You know? And they're always they're always in shape, right? They're always in shape. Like there's, it's very rare. I don't know. Does that does it even exist? Like there's some out of out of shape chimp. Speaking of which, so did you guys stay with your New Year's resolutions? Since I'm on the subject, 
You know, did you pull it off? Are you, is it the new you? You know, are you staying on the, the all cabbage diet this year? Is this the breakthrough, you know, or, you know, is your, is your colon, are you, is your, are your bowels just inflamed from some new diet? You know, I mean, are you eating nothing but, uh, pine cones and, uh, fermented, uh, grapeseed oil? Is that what, you know, is this, What's going on? What's the new? Have you put that thing together that you got for Christmas within the box with the, all the screws, you know? And then the one, the thing that comes with, all it comes with, it, it comes with is an Allen wrench. Like all it is, all you get is an Allen wrench. Like there's about four thousand moving parts, and you get one little black Allen wrench. Have you put? Have you finished putting that bitch together? You know, or is it kind of halfway there? It's kind of like, I don't know. That's how my dad. It's kind of how my dad used to do. He'd start like because. You know, you could always tell, like, the, the contractor in the neighborhood, he's got the uh, the back porch deck or the gazebo that's kind of almost done, you know? The foundations are laid out. The, the, the There might be a slab port, I don't know. Or he's got, or at least he's got the, you know, he's got the, he's got the, uh, the forms put together, getting ready for, you know, to pour. Got the stakes there. And, uh, but that's kind of where it ends, you know, forever. And now it just becomes kind of like, I don't know, you can go out and do pull-ups on it or something. I don't know. But, um, so did you fall off the wagon already? Did you fuck it up? Is 2025 your year? (laughs) So I was watching the national championship and what the fuck was that? Like what kind of, what kind of dog and pony horse shit show they trying to feed us here and it's in SoFi Stadium and it's two southern teams so again fucking south like what the fuck like they got to come all the way to LA to well if you're TCU you, you you come all the way to LA to get your 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 nutsacks you know they're so that Georgia can speed bag your nutsack for three hours right like that's a fucking 62 to 7 like that's not even a game like what was the line on that you know like college has these crazy sports lines like 55 and a half points or you know like you're going what the 55 and a half you're like you're gonna give me 55 and a half points 55 and like if if that was the case they would have covered by half a point i don't know what the spread was but like you're going you're gonna give me 55 and a Oh, you're going to give me 54 and a half points. So I missed it by half point. 62 to 7? Like, fuck, get the fuck out of here. Like, it, like, <laughs> I'm taking 54 and a half points all day. So before the kickoff, I'm already up 54 and a half to nothing. But that was not, uh, that was horrible. Like from what I gather, I think I was, I was listening to uh, Bill Burr's uh, his podcast. He was talking about. I think if I if I heard correct, that they, they weren't allowing um, tailgating prior to the national championship. Like what the fuck? You got a bunch of he goes. Uh, he said uh, you got a bunch of people from Texas and Georgia coming out. Like eighty percent of Georgia lives outdoors. Like what the fuck? How can you not tailgate? How can you not, like, that's, like, 
uh, that's not American, you know, that's not even, I mean, that's not even legal, I don't think, but, uh, but nonetheless, it, well, I turned the game on early in the fir- uh, first quarter, and you can tell again, like, patterns kind of give themselves away, like, there was no, there was, uh, I started on ESP, I think it was ESPN 1, and there was, like, this weird echo chamber of no, of zero color commentary, like, it was kind of an odd, like, it was like listening to a, or watching or listening to a, like, a UFC fight with no audience, it was, like, kind of odd, like, um, Georgia caught, they, uh, they scored, it with I think at the time they went up to, like, they went up 21 to 7 or something, I'm like, I, I could tell pretty early on, this wasn't even a, this wasn't even a game, like, uh, can you imagine being, like, you know there was some poor fucking Texans out there, you know, who, fuck, they just loaded up the old family truckster, right, went on, they, they did, a, some of them had to do road trip, you know, maybe they're college, maybe they're, maybe they're at TCU, right, where, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson went, and, uh, I think he went to, yeah, Ladanian Tomlinson went to TCU, and, uh, you know, you're in college, you don't have, you know, you don't got two nickels to rub together, but you got friends, you got, one guy's got a car, one guy's got a little money, one guy's got a little, I don't know, a credit card that their parents gave them, it's got, like, you know, it's a $300 limit, that should get you there, so you, you drive all the way from Texas, to LA and 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 you have to sit through that monstrosity that I mean that's horrible horrible but um oh well poor Texas you know well we keep flushing our toilets over here so they got drinking water so hang in there Texas um speaking of water it, it it's still raining here there's lakes on top of lakes my son called me up just out of the blue the other day, he's like, uh, hey, I heard there was, up in uh, Sac County, there's like, uh, there's one fatality from all the storms, I just want to see if it was you, I'm like, aw, that was sweet, thanks, son, you got a hold of me, right, so, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, yeah, it's still, it's still, it's raining, uh, I'm, I'm literally on the causeway as we speak, uh, between Davis and Sacramento and the causeway is like the land bridge between the town of Davis and West Sac that takes you into downtown Sac and it is it looks like uh, it looks like the Keys like the Florida Keys out here like it's just water everywhere and uh, yeah it's 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 a little uh, it's a little moist out here a little, a little, little breezy. So, but uh, so I've been staying indoors naturally. And the other night, uh, uh, Sunday night, no, yeah, Sunday night, because there's no Monday night. Monday night football, regular NFL season's over. So, because the Monday night game was the national championship between Georgia and TCU. Last time, uh, last time that uh, Georgia was in it. Uh, Fucking Herschel Walker was the running back. Can you believe that shit? 1980. I watched that game. Fucking, he just mollywopped those guys. Like that was uh, that was the last time they won. Um, was the last time they were in it? 
I know it was the last time they won. I don't know if it was the last. It may have been the last time they were in it. But uh, but shout out to Georgia. Um, but so the last game of the season was uh, one that I was highly anticipating. Kind of, sort of. It was Green Bay and Detroit. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Win and you're in. The win to go to the postseason. Well, I was wrong uh, because Seattle had won early that day and it, and, it, and it basically just, it crapped right in Detroit's Cheerios. I guess they had, I guess Seahawks had the tiebreaker or something. And uh, so it eliminated Detroit, but Detroit could still play spoiler. So they went to Green Bay and it's hard to win in Lambeau. And this was, I guess, the last game in Lambeau Field. Is that right? Did I hear that right? So you got Aaron Rodgers, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer whenever he retires, uh, against Jared Goff, the, our boy from Cal. Matter of fact, they both went to Cal. They're both Berkeley boys, Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff. I remember watching both of them at Cal back in the day. And uh, they, they squared off, and Detroit, oh, man, what a game. What a game. But nevertheless, if Packers one, they were going to postseason and then they would square off with the Niners first round in the wild card. Well, they fucked up. They laid an egg. Fucking Aaron Rodgers, he became, he turned into a Brett Favre and threw some dumb passes and that was a wrap. But, uh, oh, but as I was, so I, for whatever reason, I was, as we were watching, uh, my lady and I was watching it and she gets, you know, she doesn't realize this, but she enjoys football. It's just she doesn't know about it until the game gets turned on. So when the game's on, she's like, oh, that guy did a good play. <laughs> like, her color commentary is the best. It's like, oh, the guy in the blue almost, he almost grabbed it. <laughs> and it's like, the I don't know, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's like listening to, uh, it's like listening to, like, preschoolers call the game it's it's the best it's 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 sweet you know it's endearing there's an endearing kind of element to it right but uh so she was getting way into it but so I'm sitting there and I I'm like you know you want to see something really cool I pulled up Barry Sanders highlights for her on the uh on YouTube fuck you want to watch some fucking good fucking crazy running fucking Barry Sanders, the NCAA single season rushing record holder at 2,628 yards for Oklahoma State in 1988. This guy would put on a shoe. Like, that he is, uh, aside from, say, like, Eric Dickerson, had to be one of the smoothest I would say he's probably the he has to rank. I mean, I know he's 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 on the Mount Rushmore of running backs. You got Jim Brown, then you got um, you got to put Eric Dickerson up there, but then you got to have Barry Sanders, right? And OJ is probably top five. First guy to break two thousand yards in a single season on a fourteen-game schedule, even though he killed his wife. Um, the dude, I mean, he was nasty at USC and at in, in Buffalo, and ended his career as a Niner. 
So there you go, Niner fans. Uh, but uh, yeah, Eric Dickerson, uh, he still, I believe, has the single season NFL record at 2,105 yards. But Barry Sanders, he hit 2,000 yards. He hit 2,083. I remember watching that that season. But his highlights are the best. And the fact that, so we're watching Detroit beat Green Bay, and we're watching the great, probably the greatest Detroit Lion. Ever, one of the, the one of the if not the greatest Detroit line to ever wear the jersey. Barry Sanders just danced through these defensive lines like just it was like ballet sometimes. It was I mean just like and then when you close in on him, he had such a low center of gravity. Like when you close in on him, you thought he was done. Boop, he'd pop right out. Hey, look at me. And then he'd be off. If you give him open field, done. He's gone later. So, and then after that, so, and the game was really good. Uh, You know, it came down to, like, that final, like, I think there was one last ditch effort uh, with under two minutes to play. And then um, Rodgers just, he kind of crapped the bed and, that was a wrap, but but I got in. I don't know. I got into kind of a weird, funky mood. I all of a sudden I just started like I wanted to hear some more. I want to hear Barry White. I was into berries. All, all of a sudden I'm in, I'm just like I'm picking berries. You know, I'm a berry picking fool. I got Barry Sanders on YouTube. Then I got then I want like Barry White. Dun 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 dun. I'm never gonna give you up. I'm never gonna dun dun dun. Girl, I just can't live without you. I'm never gonna do you quit. Cause quitting just ain't my stay. Well, I don't. Inf- Every time I hear that song, Never Gonna Give You Up, the intro's the best. Like, Barry, if, okay, so I was explaining to my lady, like, she's like, Is that the guy? with the voice and I'm uh, like yeah very distinctive very very uh, is a baritone like just very deep you know oh yeah come on baby get him down you know like if you put Barry White on it's time to fuck like like you don't yeah you don't really listen to Barry White kind of casually like you know you pot like when you're driving to like the post office or if you're going to like, uh, you know, Home Depot. Hey, hey, babe, let's put the Barry White in. No, 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 you're not. That that's not even natural. That's not even like the right kind of natural order of things. Like when you, you put Barry White on to get down, you put Barry White on to do twenty toes, to soak the eggplant, to make bad decisions. You know what I mean? To make the beast with two backs, right? And uh, that's all it's all it's that's it that's it you know it's like uh, it's like putting on Marvin Gaye's sexual healing like you're not you just you're not gonna just put that on unless you want to get down you know so so yeah oh but oh but also the other reason so I every time I think of that song I think of this there's this Australian movie okay obscure reference right but uh, in 
2006, there was this movie that came out called Love Serenade. Uh, yeah, it's a Barry White song, right? That's a good, that's a steamy one, boy. That is, uh, boy, that's when, uh, that's when you really, you know, you're, uh, it's when it's go time, when it's, you know, that's, that's, that's baby making music right there, right? So, uh, but there, there was a movie called Love Serenade and, um, and I'm sure you could find it somewhere like on Amazon. I don't, it's pretty obscure, but, um, it's so fucking good. And I'm going to ruin the ending for you too, by the way. So, because you probably never see it. And if you found it, you'd probably start it and you'd go, what in the fuck is this? But it basically, it's about, uh, this dude or these, t- it's kind of about these three people, these two sisters and this dude and this this dude, I think his name was Ken Sherry, who is this, uh, he's this radio guy, DJ, kind of a, I don't know, kind of a Lothario for hire type guy, had kind of like that way about him. Um, so the intro is him in his beat up 280 Dotson 280Z. Uh, I, I believe that's what it was, kind of uh, held together with a little oxidation and rust, just tooling down the outback, right? Just cutting a cutting a wide lane down middle of fucking nowhere, Australia, right? And they're playing Barry White. So he's going to this town. I can't remember the name of the town, but uh, it's this little backwater nothingness, which... I kind of equated, I told my lady, like, that's, like, most of Australia outside, once you get outside of, like, uh, Sydney or Melbourne, you know, it's, it all kind of looks the same. It all kind of looks like Gridley, a little bit like Gridley, um, except for, like, you know, parts of, like, the Blue Mountains and stuff like that, or, but, uh, it's kind of funky, right? It's kind of otherworldly, and, and these guys, not, like, it's a, it's a rough, rough and tumble existence to be an Australian. Um, it, I just, I just discovered that, you know, their accent is derived from just the English doing a drunken version of, of the mother tongue. So when the, when the English, when the Englishmen were sent out to Australia to, as they colonized it and it became a penal colony full of nothing but convicts, most of these guys were drunk half the time, so their their accent comes from drunken drunken just slurs, like just slurring their words. That's how, yeah, that's how it came about. Yeah, look it up. So, so this guy Ken Sherry's going out. He he gets hired by this little fucking armpit of a radio station out there to be the new DJ. And these two sisters who live out there, this kind of weirdos. They're kind of quirky in their own way. One's a hairdresser, I think, and one is a, a like a server at a at the the local restaurant. And um, there's there looks to be probably about 54 people that comprise this town. There's probably a total of 54 people in this town, right? So it's kind of, you know, it's slim pickings if you're looking for a mate, right? looking for that significant other or or just a date for that matter but 
along comes this guy Ken Sherry, and he's 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 uh, he's slicker than snot, right? And so he's chatting up uh, these two sisters, and um, the one that the one that works as a server. She's trying to. Uh, she comes in. To, he comes in for dinner, and she's telling him, uh, "You know, you want to try the fish or something like that." He's like, "I don't eat fish." She's like, "Okay." And uh, and you're trying. To, you're kind of like trying to scratch your head as to why. Like that seems like a really like an important plot point, right? But you just kind of cast it aside. You kind of just, you kind of put it away in your mental Rolodex and you don't really think much about it, right? But, so these two these two sisters are scheming back and forth and uh, kind of like trying to, trying to get one up on each other. Well, it turns out um, that Homeboy is, uh, well, he's a pretty good, he's pretty good with the ladies. He looks, he looks, he's built like a, He's built like a hoe, you know, like a gardening hoe. Like his nose, like his, he's got a real long nose. He's kind of like an Ichabod, he looks like an Ichabod crane type. And he, he, you know, it, I think, let's see, if I remember right, the movie kind of takes place, it's kind of a 70s movie. That's why they got a lot of Barry White. And uh, he's got a few songs on the soundtrack, but it's a good movie. Uh, it won the, uh, it's called the Camera d'Or at Cannes Film Festival, which is the best first feature by uh, a director. Uh, the, the woman the woman that directed her name is Shirley Baird. I don't know what she did after that or since then. But anyway, things kind of... Okay, spoiler alert. Things go sideways. Um, Ken Sherry turns out to be the dirtbag you kind of anticipated you thought he was. And then... Uh, they, I, if I remember right, they they knock his ass out like with a frying pan or something like that. I don't know. He something happens. He gets knocked out, and then they try to they dispose of his body in um, like uh, a kind of one, one of the waterways that kind of leads out to you know the ocean or something. So in the end, they show like he's basically incapacitated and they they dump his ass into the into this river and the rolling and, and, and if I remember right they're rolling the credits and, and homeboy is now making his way out to making his way up the river out to sea motherfucker was a fish like he was a fish like that's the twist the twist of the movie was they even show like when as he's eating um uh one of the sisters makes him breakfast. The two sisters live together, and the the hairdresser's sister makes him breakfast. And he's eating eggs or some shit like that. And in the back behind his earlobe, you can see the food digesting, and it starts to come out the side behind his earlobe, like he's got gills. The mu- the dude's a fish. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like what the fuck? <laughs> but it all worked. It all worked. It was fucking brilliant. Um, it, and it's very, I don't know, it's very uh, apropos of, say, like, Australian cinema. Like, it's kind of weird, quirky, kind of off the 
off the cuff, kind of strange shit like that, kind of out from left field, kind of like Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, you know, those three um, cross-dressers, they had, uh, it was, uh, what was his name, Terrence Stamp, great actor, and uh, the other one was a guy, uh, what was his name, Guy Rich, no, not Guy Richie. Guy, um, fuck, anyway, another strange, Austra- like, Australian cinema is kind of weird, uh, when I was out there, it's kind of like, picture like, uh, if you lived in the U.S., but all the movies that came in, all the feature presentations that played at the big cinemas were Australian movies, right? So the same goes out there. It's like you're out there and all the big cineplexes and stuff like that, all they play is American movies. The actual Australian Film Commission uh, is very small. Uh, The entire, well, the entire country has the Basically, the population is about half of California. So it's like 20 million people. I think it's like 20 million people. Yet the country's the size of uh, the U.S., right? But everyone lives on the coasts because there's nothing in the middle. So there isn't, you know, there isn't a lot of people to support a huge film industry. So they, it's a very small kind of niche industry. So it's very quirky. Like, you know, some of the more notable movies that came out of there was like... Uh, Oh, what the fuck? Um, Year Year of Living Dangerously with Mel Gibson, which is a, a and Sigourney Weaver, which I haven't seen. That's Peter Weir who did like Dead Poet Society and uh, Mosquito Coast and stuff like that. But Peter Weir, I believe he's Australian. And then of course the Mad Max stuff. Um, there was uh, the Road Warrior and then Mad Max. Of course we got. Out there, Mad Max is Road Warrior, and Road Warrior is Mad. I don't know why they. I don't know why we flip the titles and. Uh, uh, but the post-apocalyptic, you know, highway grudge matches and search for water is. Uh, that's all George Miller, and uh, who did the. Who did the more the more recent one back? Uh, however long, you know, ten years ago or so when. The one with Charlize Theron. He did that one too, the remake with um, Charlize Theron and, uh, and uh, Tom Hardy, which was, yeah, just a cleaner, more updated, kind of Americanized budget version, right? But yeah, Australian film industry is very small. Uh, Gallipoli, another great one. Uh, I think that was Peter Weir as well. Uh, yeah, Gallipoli, I think it was. I think that was Peter Weir as well, and that was about. Then, it had, that had, of course, it had Mel Gibson in it again. Like Mel Gibson was the, basically was the Australian film industry back in the '70s and early '80s. But Gallipoli was really good. That was the battle. That was based uh, around the battle in uh, Gallipoli, uh, the shores of Gallipoli in Turkey, where it was basically a suicide mission. The Anzac. Uh, Brigade, which is Australia, uh, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, infantry basically stormed the beaches of Gallipoli and it was a basically suicide mission uh, but great movie but that's it I mean other than that you get you get um, Priscilla Queen of the Desert a bunch of you know cross-dressing uh, performers who take a, a road trip across the outback then you got um, Love Serenade Love Serenade about 
some uh, some some funky some funky radio DJ ho who is also a fish and 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 that's what's up um, but other than that hey what else what the fuck what the fuck else is going on right now I mean uh, I mean uh, there's fucking we got you know we got a lot of berries we got we got uh, we got Barry White we got Barry Sanders we got um, we got a uh, fucking rain coming out the coming out the wazoo I think I think I'm gonna get a hot tub for the front yard I was talking about this last night with the girls at uh, at uh, the Folsom Donation Center here, the, the, the Blood Donation Center. One of the girls, um, she's like, I'm going home. I'm going to get in the hot tub. I'm like, yeah, hot tub. That'd be perfect. You know, but you know what? If I got a hot tub, I'd probably put it in the front yard, you know, just so you could see the neighbors pulling in. Hey, what's up, Stan? You know, throw a couple of bath bombs in there. If I could get the... Get the heat going real good, you know. Then you get out. Then you cool off. Maybe get an ice bath going, you know. Do a little Nordic, do a little Nordic training, something like that. And then you hop back in that bitch, right? Kind of exposed, you know. It's not not built out, but like it where you can see, like how it can, you know, how like hot tubs kind of concave into themselves you know you see all the exposed like the pvc pipes and stuff like that and it kind of you know it 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 dovetails to the bottom it kind of it kind of um kind of tapers to the bottom right so that it's kind of made for like dropping into like a a, a, you know redwood deck that your dad would start to build and then not finish so you wouldn't be able to use it you know but so you just leave it like that you leave it exposed you know you can see like the the, the spray foam portion of it, you know, the fiberglass. And uh, and you just prop that bitch up with sticks out in the front yard, right? And then you throw a couple of fucking CBD bath bombs in there. <laughs> yep. Hot tub in the front yard. I said a hot tub. I said give me some. Hey! Ooh, burn my ass. Ooh. Talk about it. Yeah! But, uh... That's, uh, that's probably what I, that's, that's probably not a good goal to have, I guess. I don't know. Hot tub in the front yard. You can do better than that. Come on, man. Carry yourself a little dignity, a little class, you know? But, uh, I don't know, man. I'm tired. (laughs) It's been a long year already. (laughs) It's been, it's been one of those years, man. I need to it's one of those years makes you just want to go get a hot tub and put it in the front yard, right? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm trying? But, but I think, I think, uh, well, oh, so we're going into the football playoffs now. So going back to, uh, circling back to the, uh, early conversation. We're going into uh, the first round of the playoffs, and uh, what do we got? We got Seahawks Niners wild card. We got Chargers Jags. 
Uh, that'll be a really good, I think that'll be a good game. Uh, then we've got, let's see. Who am I missing? We're missing uh, Char- Chargers Jags. got, uh, oh yeah, Dolphins Bills, okay, um, I don't hold out a lot of hope for the Dolphins, um, so, I'm sticking with, sticking with the Super Bowl going through Buffalo, everybody, you know, I think people are going to get on the Chiefs bandwagon, and, and, by all accounts, that would be a wise choice. But, um, yeah, I think the Bills are going to skull fuck the Dolphins. I think the Chargers Jags, that's a pick em. Niners are going to, uh, I think they're going to beat the Seahawks. And, uh, oh, you got Vikings, Giants. That's a toss-up. Vikings are a question mark. They... Um, they're the most vulnerable 13 and 4 team that I've witnessed aside from say uh who Oh the Cowboys are the Cowboys that no Cowboys play the um the Buccaneers and interesting stat Brady's never lost to Dallas so what the fuck who do you pick there you go what's the spread what do we got and then you got Bengals, Ravens. Bengals are going to beat the Ravens. They're going to beat them formidably. Uh, there's an eight and a half point spread on it. They're giving, they're giving the Ravens eight and a half. I'll buy that. Um, so, damn. Bills are giving the Dolphins thirteen. Yeah, that's that's a bad. That's not a trap game. Don't 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 take the thirteen points. Um, so it's looking like, let's see, after the dust settles, we'll probably have a Niners, Vikings divisional playoff or Bucks Niners. I don't know. I'm thinking, uh, don't get too far ahead of yourself, Johnny boy. Calm down. You got to play the game. So we got, so we got a couple of good games on Saturday. I think the better game is going to be the Chargers-Jags. Sunday we got the three, Bills-Dolphins, Vikings-Giants, Bengals-Ravens, and then Monday night we got Cowboys-Bucks, which Cowboys should win that one, but Brady's never lost. And he's the only veteran gunslinger, the only veteran gunslinger to make it to the postseason. They fucking, fucking Rodgers farted and fell. Um, Wilson, they're, um, that poor guy, they're, they're tar and feathering him as we speak. And, um, Brady's, yeah, he's it. He's the last of the Mohicans. He's it. So we'll see. You got to play the game though. We'll see what shakes loose. But, uh, I don't know, going into this weekend, it's going to be interesting. All right. That's about it. I'm going to wrap her up here. Stay dry, y'all. And I'll talk at you later. Arrivederci, babies.